What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Weekly D Show, where the D stands for Deep Ties with Dalton. I'm your host, Dalton Lano, and I'm coming at you with another episode here. This week, we have the trifecta, the back-to-back-to-back episodes coming in hot and consistent. Super pumped to have you guys. If you're joining me for the first time, welcome. If you've been rocking with me since day one, I appreciate the consistent support. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that right now. That way you don't miss out on any episodes, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening, subscribe. If you aren't following me over on Instagram, head over there, follow me, dlano.93. I'll post some content there about what I'm doing, my thoughts, updates on these episodes, all that fun stuff. So make sure you are following me there. Today's episode is going to be a race recap of my half marathon that I just finished running as of the recording it is two days post run um overall super stoked about the outcome um of the race and what i want to do for you guys today was just give you a little breakdown on um you know my approach to the race from a mental standpoint some of the physical things that i did to prepare from a nutrition standpoint um and then dive into a little bit of the um, details of how the race went for me um, and then tell you what is up next um, when it comes to the race. This is the first in-person half marathon race that I've done since 2017, which was my first ever half marathon. Um, I did the Detroit Free Press half marathon, which is a pretty cool race. You get to run um, across the Ambassador Bridge that connects Windsor to Detroit, and you get to run under the tunnel. Um, so that was a pretty cool experience for me. That was back in the day when um, running was essentially non-existent for me, and I was doing it as something just to check off the old bucket list. Um, so this was my first in-person half marathon since then. Um, I had done two other virtual half marathons um, throughout COVID, and those ones were um, a little bit more well-prepared. I had been running for quite some time. Um, so I have run... A total now of three half marathons um, throughout my running, my short running career. Um, so the first half marathon I did in 2017 was a two-hour um, half marathon, and I was super happy with that. I was more going into that race with like I just want to finish it. Um, I was hoping to get under two hours, and I think I just missed it by a little bit. Um, and then my second half marathon came, I think in. 2020 um i did it on my birthday Uh, this was just like a virtual race that i ran actually in london which was where i did this most recent race um and i came in at an hour and 53 minutes for that one so my goal was to go sub two and beat my last marathon which i definitely did um was super pumped about that i actually prepared for that race i had a coach i'd been running consistently um so i definitely was more in shape Um, heading into that race than I would have been for the 2017 race that I did and then this race um, for me that just went went by um, absolutely crushed my goal my goal was to go under an hour and 45 minutes I did an hour and 37 minutes and 43 seconds I'm pretty sure Um, so blew it out of the water was super pumped about it Um, it was 
I guess what you would call um, my B race for the season. It wasn't something that I was, um, you know, actually really focused on doing, um, but it came on the the calendar because of my coach. Um, shout out Luke. He's like, yo, a bunch of us are doing it. Why don't you sign up? You can use it a little bit as a prep for your 50k trail race, which is more of my my main focus. Um, and then as I was starting to like run and prepare and think about the race, I'm like, man, this could be a pretty good opportunity for me to try to really send it um, in a race environment um, for the first time in a long time. And um, I definitely did that and super pumped about it. Um, I did going into it know that I would probably be able to crack this the 145 like sub 145 goal that I had um just because in training I was like hitting good good paces that would indicate that that would probably happen um so I knew that I was gonna go under an hour 45 but I did not think that I would run um under an hour 40 um let alone coming at 137 43 um so super super pumped um about the outcome um, just to give you guys a little bit of a mindset heading into this race for me, cause you know, what I've come to realize when it comes to the running, um, is it's a big mindset game. So for me, um, I had a couple things I posted actually the night before the race about this. So if you've seen that post on my Instagram, dlano.93, you guys are going to know what I'm going to say here, but, um, I had a um, couple things that I was focusing on for the race. So overall, my mindset heading into the race was to leave it all out, um, on the race course. So, in previous races that I had done, um, I feel like I always leave a little bit in the tank, um, just a little um, on the conservative side because I don't really have the race experience, um, especially when it comes to like doing a half marathon or a marathon. Um, a lot of the times I was just going for completion and had this like fear that I wouldn't complete it. Um, so I always kind of conservatively approach the race. My goal for this one was to not do that. My goal was to really send it, um, leave it out there, push the barrier, um, be okay with like pushing too hard and maybe not being able to do quite as good as I wanted to just because I don't know my boundaries. So that was something I definitely wanted to go into the race with was just like leaving it all out there, pushing myself um, as much as I could. Um, On that note though, I did have this kind of mantra that I would say to myself to stay focused in the race, which just was run your race. Um, when it comes to these road races, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the games of like trying to pick people off or trying to stay with a crowd. Um, or in this case, you know, I had my, uh, my good friend and coach Luke and my good friend, um, Isaac who are running the race and they're both, um, you know, anticipating running faster than me and pushing faster paces. And so, part of the thing that I want to remind myself was like, Hey, you know, you're going to start with them, but once they start to pull away and, and execute on their game plan, it's important that I stay and stick to, um, what my race plan was. So that was something I was constantly reminding myself as I was going throughout the race. And then the other one was, um, something that I use quite frequently when it comes to like my training or trying to focus on pushing myself. And that is the, the phrase of like dig deep. So I knew that there was going to be times in the race where, um, I was going to have to really push into some discomfort. Um, so using, you know, the phrase dig deep is something that I like to, to say to myself to kind of have me continue to push through those times where um, I'm hurting. So those were kind of the overall mindsets I had heading into the race, which were super helpful um, when I got into the race because there were periods of time where I wanted to run a little faster, um, 
when I probably shouldn't and stick to my my game plan. Um, there were times where I definitely was hurting and you know had to think about really pushing it and and focusing on just digging into that. Um, so I was super happy that I set that out for myself heading into races. And I definitely encourage you if you're new to racing or even if you aren't, um, this is a good thing to I think think about. We prepare physically for races, but um, or or events or whatever it is um, but to prepare mentally I think is also a super important thing um, so I want to dive into just a little bit of like the tactics of the day and like how I approached it I don't know how much people really care about this but um, you know I figured I would share it so pre-race um, actually before I dive into that like something I really wanted to do for this event was approach it from like a professional mind said or a professional approach um you know reflecting back on my competition days of like playing football and playing sport um especially as i moved up into higher levels like you know i would really prepare myself to be ready to perform at my best um and so i did want to kind of take that approach um not kind of i did want to take that approach heading into these races or this race sorry um and so you know pre-race i made sure that like I got in the day before, um, so normally, you know, on these races, I would drive in early in the morning, the race was at 8am, this time I was like, nope, we're going to get in day early, um, that way I can, you know, stay in the in the town where the race was going to be, could get good sleep, um, so that was a huge thing, got in early, um, got a good meal in me that night, made sure my nutrition was dialed in, which is something that, you know, I've been working on with my coach, um, Luke, because it's like fueling for performance and more specifically fueling around events like this race. Um, made sure I got to bed early and got a good sleep. Um, so those things all checked off, which was great. Um, I'm a big proponent or a big fan of the idea of like starting well you're going to most likely end well. So making sure that you're focusing on those beginning parts um, to help you be successful throughout um, the event or the race or whatever it is you're competing in. Um, So the day of the race, uh, I've been training, running mostly fasted. Um, It's just I don't like having a lot in my stomach. I've experimented with a few things and still playing um, with you know, a couple meals prior to big events to see how my stomach tolerates it. But heading into this race, um, I didn't have any real solid food. So what I had was one scoop of dextrin, which is essentially just like a carbohydrate supplement, um, which was about 35, 40 grams of carbohydrates. I had one element electrolyte package, which just has Um, you know, sodium, magnesium, and potassium in it, which is just really good for uh, making sure you're hydrated to keep you going throughout the race. Um, And then I had one banana, which is probably like, I don't know, 20 grams carbs. Um, So had that pre-race. Keep in mind, like the night before the race, I was like, um, you know, eating appropriately. So I had a higher carbohydrate meal. Um, you know, I've, I've been hydrated most of the week. Um, you know, hydration doesn't start the night before. Uh, it's something that, you know, you have to place a big emphasis on leading into um, an event like this. So that's something I had been doing the whole week. But that is what I consumed prior to the race. Um, and then, boom, race goes. Um you know, coming out of out of the start of the race, I pushed a little bit quicker. Um, 
than I was planning on. Um, my goal initially was to like try to maintain a 450, 455 pace, which would bring me in around that hour and 45 marathon if I could just, sorry, half marathon, if I could just maintain that. Um, but I came out a little quicker to kind of get out of the pack that I was in. Um, but I felt actually pretty good. So I ended up maintaining like a 445 pace for the majority of the start of the race, which was a little bit faster than I had planned for, but you know, I felt good. I felt strong. My breathing was good. Everything was, was checking out. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and hold this and just see how, um, it would go in terms of like my in intro race nutrition. Um, I had two endurance tap, um, gels, which is essentially like maple syrup. Um, they also have a little bit of caffeine in them. Um, so I took one of those at the 40 minute mark of the race and I took one of them at, I think we were planning on me having it at the 80 minute mark, but I think I took it somewhere around like the 75 to 70 minute mark, just the way that it worked out. Um, and so that was all planned before. So had both of those. I've trained with those before. So I know how my stomach was going to tolerate them. Um, these are all things that I had done in my training that in the past for races I'd never done. Um, and was one of the reasons why I asked Luke to coach me through these things um, is because we prepared for all this stuff, which definitely paid off during the race. Um, it has definitely contributed to a lot more of my success Um with my goals as well as just my overall fitness. Um, so that was the, the nutrition plan. Um, I wasn't carrying any water on me. Basically what I would do during the, during the race at the water stations, I would like grab a water and I would just rinse my mouth. I wasn't really drinking the water too much. Um, like I said, I was prepared. I was hydrated. Um, didn't really feel the need to like drink water on the course. Um, the weather was pretty good. It was a little humid towards the end of the race, but overall not bad at all. Um, and then I think throughout the race, I maybe had like two, two to three cups of Gatorade, which, you know, those cups are barely filled and then you dump half of it on you. So how much I actually got in my mouth, I'm not quite sure. Um, but that was kind of the nutrition during the race. Um, with regards to just like pushing, like my plan was to start out and maintain like that 450 pace, but I ended up coming out a little faster and I was able to maintain that 445 pace for, you know, the first 10, 11 kilometers, um, of the race and, and felt like strong. Like my legs felt good the whole time. Um, that first 11, that first 11 K of the race, that's kind of like, was my first like real mental checkpoint. Um, my breathing felt good. At one point, I started to get a little bit of a cramp in my side, which was odd um, because I didn't really experience much of that much of that in my training. Um, but outside getting a little bit of cramp, like my breathing was good. Like I wasn't breathing heavy. My heart rate was in a really good place. Um, so overall feeling really strong. So from there, I started to push a little bit. Um, and this is where like the learning experience comes in. I don't really know how to race. Um, so, you know, when do I start pushing faster? What What is that like threshold for me? I haven't really trained it too much. So there was a lot of unknowns around that. And so I think that's where I can make a lot of improvements in my, in my abilities to run faster or place better in races. But, and um, 
in this race, like kind of my approach was, all right, get to that 11K mark and then start to push for that last, you know, 10K. And so from that 10K mark, I started to try to have like some negative splits, which is essentially just your pace getting quicker and quicker as you um, end the race. And so I slowly started to push that pace a little bit more and a little bit more um, and was feeling good. So that last like 6K, I remember getting to the last 6K and I was like, all right, I'm going to really try and push here and see if I can hit, you know, like a 430 pace, which is for me pretty fast and something I never really trained too, too much, but I was feeling good. Um, and so I started to push that pace and, you know, felt good, felt strong and was holding on to that. And so um, from that point, I just kept trying to push faster and faster. And the last two kilometers, I was just like, all right, we're just going to go for it um, and kind of gave it everything that I had. Um and funny enough, um, you know, Luke, who, who's been coaching me and Isaac, who's a good friend of mine, um, they were, they were ahead of me the whole, the whole race. And I knew they had, um, pretty lofty goals of, of coming in much faster than I was going to come in. And I remember getting to the end of the race and I round the corner and I could see Luke like a little bit ahead of me. And I was like, Oh man, I'm going to try my best to chase his ass down. Um, but so I really was trying with every ounce of my being to, uh, to get him in, um, I unfortunately did not catch him, but I was I was much closer than I uh, than I thought. So that was kind of a fun way um, to finish. But I definitely finished fast. I think my last kilometer was a four minute kilometer. Um, I I gave it everything I had <laughs> to the finish line. I'm super pumped about again the time um, was much faster than I ever anticipated um, doing and. You know, after the race, um, definitely, you know, feeling beat up more like, you know, my nervous system just really beaten down. The intensity was super high um, in terms of like the volume that week in the distance of 21.1 kilometers, like for me in the training that I've been doing leading into the 50K, um, it's not like super high for me. Like I feel comfortable running that distance. Um, so from that standpoint, I felt pretty good like my legs were definitely like sore um but you know after the race getting some fuel in um focusing on recovering like the next the next day um definitely still like nervous system pretty beaten down but legs not feeling as bad as um as i thought i got in a an easy 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 run um which actually ended up feeling really good um kind of helped flush my legs out a bit um and my legs actually ended up feeling better after that run, but overall super pumped with how I recovered from that, which is another like just sign of, um, you know, good training program, um, and good fitness. Uh, you know, in the past when I ran my first half marathon in 2017, I think I couldn't really do any form of running or exercise for like two weeks because I was not trained enough and not prepared and not recovering well. Um, but super pumped to be able to like run this race, really push the intensity, um, you know, definitely be fatigued. Like by no means am I 100% even as I record this podcast, but be able to get back into my training week um, because I need to um, start to really build my volume as I head into this 50K trail run that's coming up. Um, November 5th, but overall, just to like summarize my takeaways from this, um, I was definitely very happy with my fitness level. I was more fit than I gave myself credit for, which is cool to see because I have been working really hard. I've been super consistent, um, you know, over these last couple months here 
and just nice to see that all come together um, in a performance and it leaves me like eager to improve because there's a lot of um, things that I can improve on and like my fitness in general can continue to improve but the other takeaway was like just um, learning how to run races and getting more race experience like you know when when do I push what should my game plan be Um, I think even just having a strategy a better strategy now knowing where I'm at um, can allow me to increase my time Um, and then the other thing would just be like my training so I didn't do a whole lot of interval training. I didn't do a whole lot of speed work. Like we worked some of it in, but my main focus is to run the trail run that's coming up here in November. So I wasn't doing a whole lot of that. Um, this was kind of like a secondary goal that came in a little bit late. So the, um, the ceiling that is uh, still there for me to be able to improve my my speed is, is really cool um, for some of the future goals that I do have. So um, really, really pumped about that. And then lastly, just just happy with how I prepared, um, you know, both physically, how I prepared mentally, and then being able to just go out and execute on that game plan um, is awesome. Something I have struggled with in the past with different events and races that I've done. Um, So be able to see that come together and see the positive result um, just fires me up. In terms of what is next, I've mentioned a couple times, I'm doing a 50k trail run here um, in the Hamilton area called the Beave. It's coming up November 5th. Um, this is going to be my farthest um, trail run um, that I've ever done. It's going to be my first, you know, marathon, ultra marathon trail race. Um, would be probably, well, it's going to be like my second longest distance ever run. So I've done a marathon before, which was again like a virtual one. I've done like 80 total kilometers of running in a backyard ultra that I did not to like like two years ago and then um this will be like my first kind of ultra marathon race so i'm super pumped about that um my goal is to try to hit five hours um honestly this is one of those ones where i really have no idea i have kind of a a rough idea but it's gonna be a whole new world in terms of um one it's a trail race two um it's pretty far (laughs) um and then uh yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a learning experience. I you know I want to try to accomplish my goal. I think it's a doable goal, um, but we'll see. I think this will be one that I will definitely learn a lot from. But I think that is all that I got for you guys. Um, just want to give you a little summary. Um, it's always fun for me to like talk about these things, write them out, reflect on them a little bit. Um, I have fun with it. So. If you guys are interested in this kind of stuff, I'm going to continue to talk about, you know, my preparation heading into my ultra. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about a lot of my fitness stuff as it's a big part of of what I do. Um, So, yeah, give me the feedback. Do you guys like this? Are you interested in hearing what I'm doing? Do you care? Do you not care? Um, Let me know. Uh, I love the feedback. You can reach out to me at dlano.93 not instagram um, if you guys aren't subscribed to the podcast make sure you head over to apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you guys are consuming your audio um subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes that is all i got for today guys thank you so much for tuning in as always dig deep peace